are listening to the Andy Zanka Youth Empowerment Program on KDNK Community Radio. This is Brain Garden, a monthly collaboration between ASIAP and my organization, Cangel's Connection. The mission of Brain Garden is to start conversations on topics that our youth are experiencing. Conversations create a dialogue for healing and offer resources for other community members in need. These students are opening their hearts and stories to help facilitate conversations in our community. I'm your host, Janelle Hildebrand, and I'm the founder of Cangel's Connection, Inc., also referred to as the Cangel Connection Foundation. I started Cangel's Connection in 2019 after my son, Kane passed away from an accidental drug overdose on June 20th of 2018 at 24 years old. Cangel's Connection mission is to be the hub of connecting resources to the people in need. I felt alone as a parent of a struggling young man, and I didn't have the resources for myself or for Kane. My website is C-A-I-N-E dot C-A-I-N-E-G-E-L-C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-O-N dot org. And I have a list of resources that is continuously growing. I became connected with ASYEP through KDNK. And if you're a teen listening and would like to share your story and offer some resources, please contact Janelle Hildebrand at J-E-N-X-T-R-E-M-E-S-K-I at gmail.com. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes to listen to one of our upcoming conversations. Hello, and this is Janelle. You are listening to The Brain Garden, and I have a very special guest. I'd like you to introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Jimmy Elson. I was born and raised in Glenwood Springs, graduated from the high school class of 2021, and I'm trying to do my best radio voice right now, so... Here it is. <laughs> nice. I think you sound really great. Awesome. Um, Jim, let's get the listeners a chance to get to know you. Um, tell, tell us about, like, are you an only child? Do you have siblings, pets? What are your hobbies? Yeah, so I am an only child and got three dachshunds right now. They're pretty fun to play around with and love going to the river. That is just my happy place. Always feel at home on the water. So my big hobby is kayaking, and that has consumed my life pretty soon here in uh, mid-February. I'll be going up to Washington to go kayak out there in the uh, Columbia River Gorge. That's exciting, and we (laughs) will follow up on where you've been kayaking through the show as well, because (laughs) I think it's pretty interesting. Um, What other hobbies do you have? I know that you're working. You want to talk a little bit about what you're doing? Yeah, so right now I'm teaching little kids up at Sunlight, giving them ski, snowboard lessons. It's really fun up there, just great atmosphere, great people. Janelle used to work there, so she can vouch. And it's super fun. Made 20 bucks in tips today, so that was awesome. You know, when you get a tip, that's wonderful. But I think it's really important to connect with people of all ages. So I think this is really a really good kind of growing I'll call it a session, maybe. It's just a session. It's a period where you're teaching little kids how to ski. There's so many dynamics to that, being <laughs> a, a kind of a coach, but a leader, a mentor. They really look up to you, and then you're skiing. And I know you also <laughs> tele-ski. I used to tele-ski, but uh, those bindings don't really release too well. And Oh, yeah. some diggers there? 
Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I used to telly ski too. You did? Mm-hmm. No way. I did. Um, I was backcountrying a lot. And what was happening, I was just putting my weight too much forward and I was <laughs> face planting all the time in the backcountry. So I switched back to AT gear and went back to skiing. Yeah. But And I also used to snowboard. Oh, really? Yeah. A knuckle <laughs> yeah. dragger. That one's painful. The falling can be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that was way back in the day. So what else do you like? Do you like music? Do you like, what other hobbies do you have? Do you like reading? Yeah, I've been reading a couple books by uh, Alfred Huxley, I think is the author. But they're just really like kind of deep, you know, they don't really make a whole lot of sense, but it always comes back to like, you're one with the universe and just some stuff that Bill would like, you know. Bill turned me on to Edward Abbey too recently, so. Nice, good job, Bill. Yeah, I started listening to the audiobook of um the monkey wrench gang yes that one's super great they're like going around pouring rice and all sorts of things into this heavy machinery you know trying to just stop the dams and do good things for the environment so i'm all about that to be continued yeah it's just, <laughs> that's just... awesome i like that you're reading and listening to books on audio i think that's awesome jim oh yeah um i think don't ever stop doing that never um so let's break it down you know, I did ask you to come in, and I thought we'd have a topic. It's a sensitive topic, but I think it's an important topic to share with those that are listening um, to talk about um, an obstacle that you're overcoming. So I think let's take some time to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a big one. And you know all about my mom and how she got diagnosed with Alzheimer's about last year this time like it just really hit me pretty hard there's a couple months there where I was kind of antisocial, and it just really took like looking at it face value saying this is real this is happening there's no way to escape it and it was tough you know you have to sit with those thoughts and kind of just let it ride yeah you know not don't take anything too seriously remember that we're all going to the same place <laughs> And just keep going. I mean, there's no stop in life. We don't want to stop life, that's for sure. Life is a precious gift, and it's meant to be, it'll never come again. So what are we doing with it, right? Exactly. Um, And there's a lot of suffering and pain in this life as well. But the most important thing that you can share with other teens or other people that are listening is how we react to that pain. Mm. And so I think that kayaking is probably a really important way for you to channel that energy, huh? Big time. I mean, it all comes back to like that mental complex of just being afraid of what's going on in your life. And I mean, I take that to the river every day and even to the ski slopes or skateboarding, whatever you're doing, like when you're sitting up there at the lip, staring down the jump, there's only one thing to do and that's to do it. You know, you just got to go through and keep going. There's nothing holding us back. I mean, a lot of people overcomplicate life to the extreme. I think part of it is just letting life take hold and letting it go where it goes and letting it roll. I listened to a podcast on my way to this show, and and it's kind of based off of a Buddhism kind of concept. But if we change the way we look at life, we'll, it'll actually change the way we see things. And I think that's what I'm hearing from you. Right. Like there's a lot of those good old Buddhist Taoism quotes where – you just got to 
live. You know, there's nothing else to it. I was reading the Tao Te Ching, and the first line of that book is, don't listen to anybody who says they know what they're talking about. So why are you listening to me? Like, (laughs) don't even read this book. I think knowledge is meant to be shared, though. And so I think to talk about things is actually helps come up with solutions. It may not solve a problem today, but somebody will listen to this and take a conversation and may come up with a solution to whatever it is, whatever their problems are, or whatever they're trying to work on for the greater good of others. So that's the goal is happiness and joy may come, may not come. It's very, it doesn't last. When we do it right. for ourselves, it's very not lasting. But when yes. we do it to, to benefit other people, it can be very lasting. And so I think this conversation I don't think you'll realize how many people you'll touch with this conversation <laughs> on talking about this topic of, of having a parent with a memory impairment and how that affects you and, and being real and being okay with your emotion because mm-hmm. it's a, we're validating you and yeah. that the difficulties that you're walking through. But how I see you channel through that and how I'm watching you grow is the most important thing. And you may not see it now, but I see it with my eyes. Right. And, and uh, I think it's important to talk about and other people might be feeling that pain and they might be going through a similar situation. And when they hear you saying it, then they might think, oh, my God, they're talking about it. Maybe I can talk about it, too. Right. I mean, that was a big thing for me is just bottling everything up. Like when I kind of realized things were going south with mom, I was like a senior in high school and that was a tough part of life. Started realizing that stuff was going south with mom We didn't have the diagnosis yet, but I kind of put it together in my head that all the pain pills she's been taking since before I was born maybe affected her memory, and that's why she's, you know, getting lost driving around town. And it just kind of hit me all at once. I started, like, driving up transfer, going up different roads with my friends and smoking a lot of weed with them to try and just block everything out. And then one day I remember we were smoking in the car and... I didn't know who I was around these people, and, like, I didn't know who I wanted to be or any of that. And I kind of had, like, a mental breakdown for a sec, just thinking about what I wanted to say about my mom. It's like, obviously, there's something on my mind bugging me, and they weren't really in the position to ask me about it, and I was not in the position to tell them about it. So that just kind of made me go antisocial and drive up transfer by myself. That was not a good path to go down and luckily I was able to realize that and I think it's really just about like take a minute sit down think about where you're at make sure your life's heading in the right direction because life goes fast and we're going with it there's no slowing down one day it's going to end so you got to take advantage of it whenever you can don't let anything slow you down I mean we can overcome any obstacle that's presented to us in life we've been doing it forever. I mean, human beings have been around since the ancient days. And sometimes we have to get back to those kind of primordial roots of like, okay, here we go. We're humans being and we just got to keep, you know, if it's suffering or laughing, whatever the emotion is, I mean, don't block it out. Just let it be. Yes. I think that's really good advice. Um, I, a counselor once told me the only way to get to the other side is to go through it. So you have to feel those feelings. Yeah. You just can't attach to them in, like an anchor. You just got to let uh-huh. them come and go, right? That's funny. I was talking to my cousin the other day, and his wife 
told me like that same quote of the only way to get out is to go through. You have to go through it. And I brought it up to him yesterday. I was like, dude, that helped me through so much. It's like you just <laughs> get, just allow it to be, right? It, right? And just see it as it is. And don't try to overanalyze it and just let it be. Right. And then I think, what advice do you think you would give other people that are listening um, about when you were self-medicating? I'll just call it that. That's a good um, word for it. <laughs> Would you say like practice a pause or would you what what advice would you say when you were doing some destructive behavior for other people that are feeling that same way? I mean, the destructive behavior thing was kind of weird for me because I knew what I was doing and I would sit down and I would look at it and just kind of see the world as a big play or a dream and like, oh, nothing matters what I'm doing. But one day you're going to really hit rock bottom. And if you don't realize that before that happens that you're going down that path, I mean, it's going to smack you right in the face, and that'll definitely wake you up. But we can avoid that by seeing the warning signs, taking a step back, a big breath, and just sitting with it. Like practice the pause, in other words. Take a moment. So maybe don't make a decision right away. Like just hold off for a second, sit with your moment, sit with your thoughts. Seriously. I mean, if you're thinking about blocking out reality, you know, sit with reality for a second. A minute, I mean, like even an hour. And I don't want to just sound all cliche and say go meditate, but experience what you're experiencing. Don't try and control your reality. I mean, that's also a dangerous one because then you could think, well, why not spark up this joint right now and block everything out? And there is kind of a truth to that, but there's also a truth to ourselves of being who we also want to be while still gliding through this life effortlessly. Right. It's not easy. <laughs> I think life is really hard for every human being in so many different layers. But I think the, the joy and the beauty of it all is because we're all together. We're not alone. We only are alone if we isolate ourselves. So when you went through that period of isolation where you were just antisocial, do you feel like that benefited you? Honestly, in a way, yes. Like kind of tapping into that darker side of reality and sitting with those emotions again to bring up that word meditating you know just mm -hmm. it's not about blocking out any thought that you have it's about listening to those thoughts maybe not engaging them but at least giving them validity and then letting them go but tell me about like i think that is important but you can't live there you just can't i just don't think that's going to benefit your well-being in the long run i think for an acute episode or acute session like a short term um, taking some time by yourself I think we all need alone time but I also think tell me about the first time you actually said it out loud that your mom has dementia or Alzheimer's how did that feel was it freeing for you to say it out loud yeah it was kind of weird because like I'd just gone kayaking with one of my best friends since middle school we've been kayaking forever and we just did a new run it was like class five super awesome get off the river go get some subway everything's going swimmingly you know we're all just chatting and then towards the end I don't remember how the subject came up but I just said it like straight up you know just the way I'm talking right now like yeah my mom's got Alzheimer's and then I kind of thought about it I was like dude you're the first person I've told <laughs> And then he was like, well, yeah, you, if you want to talk about it, I mean, he was just super nice and sweet about it. And then I started talking to other friends and 
just getting the word out there, you know, talking about feelings can definitely be beneficial. I think it's really important. That message is so important for you to say, I, I, I'll never forget. And it's ingrained in there. The first time I said it out loud, right? Because it's okay. And then your friends can, maybe it'll help other people understand what you're going through because maybe they're like, I'm kind of worried about Jimmy. (laughs) You know, he's not acting the way I normally see him act. So it helps other people understand and then they can support you. Right. Right. And one big thing with me is like, I knew my friends wanted to support me and I wanted to talk to them about it at first, but I just couldn't. And I kind of, you know, got into that self-isolation thing and expected them to reach out to me more and really it takes it takes willpower you have to be the person to go out there and speak about it and get it out there it's the truth it's what's going on nothing we can do about it but there's no reason we shouldn't talk about it I mean communication is one of the best parts of being human we get to share experiences make jokes life is pretty awesome when you think about it but we just kind of got to go out there and take what's ours, not be afraid to go through it. <laughs> it's okay to go through it. It's okay to have pain, and it's okay to also have joy at the same time. Mm-hmm. Twist it up, but it's it's okay. Yeah. Um, because so. life has so many obstacles. So I really commend you for coming on Brain Garden here with me today. Thank you. And opening up that side of your life to share with other people right so jimmy i asked you to come with a song kind of a go-to and you i want you to announce to to listeners what the song is and then speak on what that song means right on well i came in here with a song by the band the doors called you make me real it's really good you should go listen to that but then we were talking about breaking through and some quotes that you know we're just sharing back and forth So I think I'm going to change it to Break On Through to the Other Side by the same band. By The Doors. The Doors. We will be right back to continue our conversation with Jimmy Elson. So stay tuned because I want you to listen to Break On Through to the Other Side by The Doors. You know the day destroys the night.
And if you're just tuning in, my name is Janelle. I am the host of Brain Garden, and our special guest today is Jimmy Elson. And our conversation started with um, Jimmy having a parent with a memory impairment. Um, And now we're tying that into resources, the things that he does and, like, utilizes to help him get through really tough times. So, Jim, let's talk about... Some of the things that you're doing, whether it's meditation or kayaking, let's talk about those things to help channel your your emotions. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. Like the whole meditation thing is kind of, you know, when you look at it for the first time, it's just quiet your mind, block out all thoughts. But that's not how I see it in the slightest. You know, it's being real, being human, being alive and just sitting there, not trying to change your thoughts, but even like. I go kayaking a lot. I go skiing every day. And today I was kind of thinking on the chairlift, like, this is boring. This kind of sucks. But you're just there on the chairlift. There's no jumping off the chairlift. You just got to wait until you're at the top. And then next thing you know, you're skiing some steeps, having fun. You get to the top of a big jump and you start getting scared. But you can't let that fear control you because that's bad. (laughs) That's not good. But if you just kind of let that fear sit with you for a sec, embrace it, and try and overcome it if you can, then you can just make things happen and just do what you got to do. Hit that jump, hit that boof, hit that ollie. And same with everything in life. I mean, talking to a girl or ordering a coffee, you know, whatever challenges you have, you just got to break on through. (laughs) True story, true story. So where do you see yourself right now? I want to see a perception of you. Or mm-hmm. what's your perception of yourself right now? I mean, perception of myself, if I was just going to say who I was, you know, there'd be a name and all this information I could give you. Like I'm good at kayaking. I do that all the time. It consumes my life. And when I'm not doing that, I'm skiing or working. But really, I'm just part of the universe, the same as you in this table, in my shoes. And there's just a great marvel to all that. And I think sitting with that marvel and just marveling at it. I mean, we're alive. So we're connected. We're all connected in some way. Where do you see yourself going in the next five years? Tell me some goals. I mean, I got my whole five, ten-year plan set up, so... This year we're going to the uh, Stikine, Grand Canyon of the Stikine River with a guy named Ben Stukesbury, who's like really famous in the kayaking community. And that's been my goal for like ever is to do that river. So we're going to do that. And then we're flying to Nepal after we do the Stikine on my birthday, which will be cool. So then we're going to Nepal in the monsoon season. We're going to run some high water stouts out there and then hopefully go over to Pakistan and maybe bag the Indus one day. And you just got back from Nepal. Did you want to talk just briefly on that experience? Was it a spiritual experience being in touch with nature on such a high caliber river? I mean, yeah, you get into those extreme situations and it's going to go back to those primordial roots and group dynamics. And like I saw two buddies of mine have not bad. I'm not going to name any names, real names at least, but. We were portaging our boats the first day of the Karnali River. And the first two days are just a lot of carrying heavy boats 
over rocks and stuff and it sucks and these guys got in their heads started breaking down saying screw this i don't want to do this anymore like why did we come out here and i looked at him and i remember just being dude like do you want to hike out right now we're surrounded by 20,000 foot unclimbed peaks you know there's no way out of here except to just keep going and i know he wanted to say something but he held his tongue and then we did it and he didn't complain after that very often that was maybe his challenge at that moment. So I think you're the message here. We're going to break down to our message. My perception of your message is <laughs> just what you've been saying. Be in the moment. Let it be. Don't over. Just just see it <laughs> as it is. But I want you to send, before we end our show, on our conclusion, a message. Let's send that message out there to the listeners um, that are tuning in, go for it, Jim. <laughs> All right. I mean, if I was going to tell anybody how to live their life, I'd just say keep on doing how you're doing. I mean, we know exactly what to do. We've been doing this since the dark ages. We've been living, and we've gotten through so much, like way, way worse stuff than whatever we're dealing with right now. Humans have dealt with worse. That's needless to say. And it's about being surrounded by a community, like a big ancient family of friends that were all here together feasting on this whatever you'd call life. But there is something that connects everything back to one, and it's important not to let go of that. And to remember that we have family, neighbors, community, I mean, even just mountains, rivers, everything, following the rules of gravity and entropy. So are we. <laughs> We're all going to the same place. Well, Jimmy, you are your strength and your openness to talking about having a parent with a, a memory impairment was just just such a beautiful breakthrough. Um, and for the listeners, know that you can talk about this and it's with no shame. I want to thank you for spending time with me having a conversation on the brain garden. Um, and I look forward to watching your adventures and your growth going forward. So Thank you so much for spending time. We're concluding now with the Brain Garden. And uh, if you like what you hear, we're on the fourth Wednesday of every month. Thank you.